Radio Primavera Sound, powered by SEAT. Hello, and welcome to the eighth in a series of podcasts in which we're taking a look at Daft Punk's incredible second album, Discovery, track by track. My name is Ben Cardew. I've said this before, and I'm going to keep on saying I've written a book on Discovery. It's called Daft Punk Discovery, The Future Unfold, and it is available for pre-order at Velocity Press. Today, after all the emotion of superheroes, uh, we get to High Life, another song that, as, as I mentioned the last time, doesn't actually feature on my dream version of Discovery. It's not that I dislike the song. Exactly. But I just don't think it's quite worthy of the gilded heights of discovery. For me, it's a bit like a Creedamore track, uh, Guiman's um, record label, or a Daft Punk B-side. It's a perfectly good song in its own right. I enjoy it, but it's just not quite sparkling. To take you back, last time I was talking about superheroes, and I said it sounded a bit like Daft Punk, new and old, meeting, uh, well, battling in the contrast of musical styles. Now, High Life is probably the most homework-style song on Discovery, which makes the positioning of High Life a little bit odd. Continuing this analogy, it's like the new Daft Punk rushed in on superheroes, they won the battle against their older selves, and they swiftly retreated and left us with High Life. It, it, it's just a bit a strange sort of strange timing, strange track listing. It sort of seems to give a strange... Um, strange take on the album a strange uh track list anyway high life isn't a bad song um it's got a romantic swirl of musical textures but i think it's a little bit unimaginative it's the one moment on discovery where daft punk do what an outside observer might expect of them a combination of disco loops filters and swinging house drums it sounds a bit like the kind of extra discovery doesn't particular particularly need now obviously it's very hard to second guess what daft punk themselves think of anything particularly these days but they don't appear to have been overly enamored with high life which wasn't part of the set life uh, set list on the alive 2006-7 tour and has never been officially remixed all right digital love also wasn't played on that tour and that's a classic classic daft punk song but still so the only time High Life seems to have appeared in any Daft Punk Live event was when the band DJed at Fabric in London on December the 17th, 2001, at a club night in support of Crisis in Afghanistan, uh, which is one of their last DJ gigs. I was living in London at the time, I remember this being advertised, I didn't go, I've got absolutely no idea why, and yes, I do regret it. Anyway, the duo kicked off their hour-long set with around two and a half minutes of High Life, which they swiftly mixed into Todd Edwards' dub remix of Saint-Germain's Alabama Blues. And it's kind of neat, I guess, but it's not essential. By the way, I would definitely recommend you check out the Fabric Mix. It's freely available, very good sound quality, and gives an interesting idea of what a post-discovery DJ tour could have sounded like. And that is pretty damn great. Perhaps the most interesting thing about High Life for me is the song's concept, which allies transformational glamour to fantasy. This point uh, is well made in Interstellar, where the song accompanies a scene in which Crescendo's bass player Stella attends a glamorous fashion show and gold record award ceremony. In the Face magazine interview with Piers Martin, the one in which Daft Punk introduced the robots and Discovery itself to the waiting world, Thomas Bangauta linked High Life to flashy experiences in limousines, which he called pointless, ridiculous, and at the same time, very nice sometimes, and very pleasing. 
The point, according to Bagauta, is that limousines are like fantasy, the Cinderella thing, quote. And this is a description that could apply to Discovery itself. What is the album but the fantasy of becoming robots, with Daft Punk transforming like Cinderella herself into something eminently more glamorous and unreal? High Life is the other side of the coin to harder, better, faster, stronger, the robotic razzle-dazzle to that song's tale of endless toil. And again, we see the contradictions inherent in Discovery. On this album, robots are hard-working machines and instruments of glamour, while limousines are fun, but only as an item of fantasy. And this is a contradiction that Daft Punk themselves once embodied. At the time of Discovery's release, they were, let it not be forgotten, pop stars on a major label at the height of the CD boom, a position that would seem to come with the promise of glamour. But Daft Punk came from the musical underground and they donned robot masks to hide their face. As for the limousines, Thomas Bangalter said they have taken them, but only when the record company paid. I don't think we've ever ordered a limo, he explained to Piers Martin. We've been, in a way, in a certain amount of limousines, never ordered by us. So that's High Life. Next up, the absolutely gorgeous Something About Us. (laughs) 